Are you honestly telling me at half past five in the morning when you've had so much wrestling jammed down your throats and last year when people were sleeping on the Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles match, you're telling me in one year the fucking fan base has just turned round and gone, no, because Becky Lynch is Stone Cold Steve Austin over for six months, it's all going to change and the roof is going to blow off the fucking stadium. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck off. Change the world. I don't know if you've heard of them, but soon you will. In 2019, I will be the first All Elite Wrestling Champion. Joey Janela, and I'm a bad, bad boy! I am already a champion! I'm Chris Jericho. And I am all in with all elite wrestling! Las Vegas, Nevada at the MGM Grand Garden Arena! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome one and welcome all to this special edition of Elite Talk. And the reason why it's special is because today I'm not going to be talking about all elite wrestling. I'm going to be talking about WWE. One topic in particular, I'm going to be talking about this main event situation with Charlotte Flair getting added to the Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch match. Well, technically at the moment as it stands, kayfabe wise, it's Ronda versus Charlotte, or it's just Charlotte versus whoever the champion's going to be because Ronda's got a match against Ruby Riot, and we all know that Ruby Riot's going to beat Ronda, and Becky Lynch isn't getting involved, so it's going to be Ruby Riot versus Charlotte in the <laughs> in the main event of WrestleMania. I would fucking love that. I would fucking adore that. I really would. If WWE turned around and went, you know what, you little wet pussies have complained that much, fuck you, we're taking the title off Ronda, she isn't even going to be at WrestleMania, we're going to pay her regardless, Ruby Riot is going to be the champion and Charlotte is going to be the contender, Becky Lynch is going to slum it on the pre-show, you know what, Becky Lynch ain't even going to wrestle, she's going to be on the fucking pre-show panel you little tramps. Oh my god, this fucking wet noise has pissed me off now for two days. And I'm going to throw my two cents out there. Um, also, the reason why I want to talk about this is because I am going to be covering WrestleMania for uh, the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. I want to thank Daniel for that. He's actually going to be going off, the lucky little bitch, to uh, watch WrestleMania live and in person. And not for the first time either, so... Um, Good luck to Daniel with that. I'm sure that's going to be awesome. I'm, I am looking forward to eventually going to WrestleMania. Uh, hopefully that'll be one day soon. But, yeah, so I feel like I'm entitled to throw in my two cents here. And it's a it's such a talkative topic. It's, it's obviously ruling the wrestling news right now next to AEW. And there's a lot that I want to get off my chest, really. Um, there's only so much you can really say on Twitter. And again, for anyone who wants to have a discussion with me, a civil discussion, because I'm not I'm, I'm not interested in arguing, fighting. I know that it, it can be fun at times. And it, look, if you want to have banter, we'll have banter. If it's going to be banter, 
then we'll get amongst it and it'll be fucking banter. But um, there was one tweet. That I saw. I've seen a couple of tweets that have been really quite abusive and there's been no need for it. Not pointed at me, it's been pointed at the stars, but there's one and I just want to quickly, I, was, I wasn't I was going to come on here and call him out for it. And he'll probably, he'll probably never listen to this anyway, the little punk. But um, I'm going to name and shame someone here. Stephen Main or Stephen Main, however this little fucking waste man wants to spell his name. Stephen Main, 1999. I want everyone to see this guy on Twitter for who the fuck he is. Um, he tweeted out, or sorry, he retweeted on Charlotte Flair saying, I hope you die a slow, harsh, painful death, you stuck-up crybaby bitch. Um, look, dude, if that is a troll, that is a fucking really bad troll. And I'm not a fan of it. And if it's not a troll, then you need to get fucking smacked about. I don't give a fuck if you agree with this person's beliefs. I don't care if you agree with the character that they portray. I don't care if you don't like them personally. For someone to tweet out something that abusive, and it's all to do with kayfabe-wise, where it's not fucking real... Pathetic, absolutely pathetic, and it's people like that that are taking it that next level. And it's just, it's funny to watch, but when it comes to shit like that, I'm not about it. So I want to get a couple of things off my chest. So I've done it point by point. So let's get straight into it. Point number one. Let's start off with this little beauty. This came to my attention. About an hour and a half ago when I was waiting for my bus home from college. Because I'm a bus wanker, right? This is amazing. This backs up everything I've been saying since the Royal Rumble. Because me and Daniel have been talking about this vigorously from since the Royal Rumble. I was always saying to Daniel, look, Meltz is saying that this is going to be a triple threat. And that's what's going to be on the cards. And I can't see them not having Charlotte in this woman's first ever main event at WrestleMania. And Daniel was convinced that it was going to be Ronda... And Becky, and again, I'm going to shout out Daniel a little later. I've got something for his ass. I've got something for you. If you're listening now, you little pussy. <laughs> We're going to get there later, you bastard. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to start off with this. Oh, this is fucking gold. I'm so happy this has happened because this is this just proves how much more this adds to this fucking main event. The most unliked video in WWE's history on YouTube was Roman Reigns' promo the night after seemingly retiring The Undertaker last year that stands today at 38,000 dislikes, right? Charlotte Flair being... Flair? Fucking... Why did I say it like that? What a prick. Charlotte Flair <laughs> being announced in the main event of WrestleMania now is officially the most disliked video in WWE's history as it currently sits at a fucking whopping 64,000 dislikes and it's still climbing. Let me let me remind you, the Roman Reigns promo was over a year ago. The video of Charlotte got added yesterday. In the space of 32 hours, Charlotte Fleur being added to the WrestleMania main event has become the most disliked WWE video of all time in 32 fucking bastard hours. And people want to sit there and tell me with a straight face that adding her to this match won't do business. Come on, man. Come, come on. Whether she's a heel or whether she's a face, adding someone else to this main event was going to do business. Look at this reaction. This... 
is a fucking massive reaction. I don't even think WWE expects this kind of reaction. And this, for a heel to get this reaction, is one of the best things that can happen. Positive-wise, especially in a WrestleMania main event as well, this is exactly what you want from a heel. For a heel to be announced in a main event and people go and make it the most disliked video in WWE's history in 32 hours, beating and almost doubling, because it's still climbing, it could double it by tomorrow, almost doubling the most disliked video of Roman Reigns, basically saying, yeah, what? I kicked Undertaker's ass last night, and what? You are not telling me that this is not good... Um, this is not good publicity for this main event. You are not telling me right now that Becky Lynch and Ronda would have had a better build-up than this shit right here, right now. Absolutely crazy, but we'll move on. Point two. Here we go. I'm shouting out Daniel from the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast because he wanted to shout me out on a podcast that he did recently and he told me about it, so we'll get amongst it. Um... We've been having a discussion about this triple threat since Royal Rumble, like I said before, and it's been really good. It's been really, it, it's been fascinating to hear someone else's point of view on it, where you can just have a proper discussion about it. Um, and Daniel is very heavily set against triple threat matches, um, especially being main events. And I agree to a certain point. Um, I, um, I think personally, two guys do have, or two women do have the possibility of putting on a better match than a triple threat because a triple threat, either too much can be going on or you can get lost in it. But I'm not really there for this main event. But anyway, that's that's no discussion further than online. But Daniel is strongly against this being a triple threat match, whether it's Charlotte, Ronda, Becky, whatever it is. He doesn't like the idea of it being a triple threat match. And Daniel wants to make the comparison that Austin versus The Rock at Mania 17 Never got made into a triple threat match. And at the time, Kurt Angle was probably considered the better wrestler out of all three of them. So, he's basically saying, why didn't Kurt Angle ever get added to that main event? And again, this is where someone civilly replies. And I replied to Daniel about this before, and we talked about it all yesterday. Um, But my reply to this is, Austin versus Rock is one of those few feuds, and I'm going to say... In the history of wrestling, as far as, I, as as far as I'm concerned, and again, people will talk about Taker and Shawn Michaels. People talk about the history between Shawn Michaels and Triple H, feud-wise. Um, but for me personally, there's only ever been three. One of them is including Okada and Omega, and that's away from WWE. So if you're not including Kenny Omega and Okada in that conversation, because it's not WWE-wise, then there's only really been two feuds in WWE's history that could draw a crowd just as big as the name WrestleMania. And what I mean by that is, every year when WrestleMania's on, the name WrestleMania, the pay-per-view itself, that's the draw. WrestleMania is the draw. Um, Just like Royal Rumble's the draw. No one ever turns on the Royal Rumble because they just want to see Seth Rollins wrestle in the Royal Rumble match. They, they turn it on because they want to see him win that match. Just like Becky Lynch. No one turned the Royal Rumble on just because they wanted to see Becky Lynch wrestle. They wanted to turn it on because they wanted to see her win the Royal Rumble. So the Royal Rumble match itself, the Royal Rumble pay-per-view itself, is the draw. WrestleMania has and always will be the draw. There will, there will never be a match bigger than the name WrestleMania. And again, what I'm trying to put across by that is no matter how good Austin and Rock was, because for me personally... 
Austin versus Rock at WrestleMania 17 is the biggest main event that's ever happened. It is. Again, people talk about how good Undertaker and Shawn Michaels was and how anticipated Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels 2 was and how anticipated Shawn Michaels, um, Undertaker and Triple H was. But for me, Austin and Rock, WrestleMania 17, and I didn't even grow up in that era. I started watching wrestling the month after that WrestleMania, uh, funnily enough. But for me, looking back in the history of wrestling, um, it's a no-brainer. Austin versus Rock is the closest you'll ever get to it being that much of a draw where it it does rival the name WrestleMania itself. But again, that's never going to happen. In the history of wrestling, there is never going to be a feud or a main event that is going to draw numbers that would be bigger than the rest. You are not telling me that there are going to be people tuning into WrestleMania, but they're not going to watch any of WrestleMania because they're only there to watch the last main event. It's never, never, ever going to happen in the history, right? It, I went a really long way about describing that, and I apologise for anyone who stuck around those last two minutes. But this is the point that I'm trying to make. Austin versus Rock, and Hogan versus um, Warrior. Whether the Hogan versus Warrior two was not great at all, but again, it was that different time of wrestling. It was that different era. <laughs> You cannot sit there and compare Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch to Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock drawing-wise or otherwise. People want to harp on now and say Becky Lynch is Stone Cold Steve Austin over. Can I just remind you of one fucking thing? Becky Lynch has been over for six months, you fucking wet cunts. Six months. Where was this reaction when she was jobbing out and sucking dick last year in the WrestleMania pre-show? I'll take you back to it, shall I? She didn't even reach the final five. She didn't reach the final four, three, two. She didn't win the bastard battle royal. She was in the middle of it. You know what she was last year at WrestleMania? While Charlotte, and again, I've made a note about this, and I'm going to repeat myself, but I'll say it again. While Charlotte was doing a Spanish fly with Oscar and having the match on the card, or sorry, the match of the night, or the match of the card, whatever the fuck you want to terminolo- use terminology-wise, tripping off my words... Becky Lynch was pulling a Dean Ambrose Royal Rumble 2019. She showed up to ship out. There was no point in lacing her boots. So where was this reaction? If she Stone Cold Steve Austin over, where has this reaction been? Bullshit. She got over six months ago. And this is the second thing that I'm going to run into in a sec. And I'm I'm getting lost here. I'm still talking about this angle thing. The point that I'm trying to make right now is Ronda Rousey... And Becky Lynch, simply, this is the simplest way to put it, aren't the draw. They aren't the draw. Becky Lynch is the most, or I will admit this completely, 100%. Becky Lynch is the most over-wrestler, I'd say, in wrestling today. I'd even say as much as Kenny Omega. I think, obviously, if Omega showed up in WWE, I think he'd be more over, just a touch. But in general, I think Becky Lynch is the most over-wrestler in WWE at least, we'll go, we'll go, we'll put it on that one, everyone has to agree with me on that, right, because I agree with everyone, I agree with everyone else on that, so Becky Lynch is a draw, but again, when you look at the casual viewers, when you look at 30 to 40% of the people who are going to be watching Wrestlemania, the people who are going to go to pubs and watch it, people are going to go to the friend's house and watch it, my friends for example, who will happily take the day off, but they don't stay up every night and watch wrestling, 
These people don't know who Becky Lynch is. They don't realise how over she is. So why the fuck are they going to be interested in a match where she's going to be involved? They're not going to care because they don't know who the fuck she is. So straight away, Becky Lynch, the most over star in wrestling in WWE, scratch through her name because she isn't a fucking draw. We'll go to Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey main evented um, the first ever women's evolution. The first ever women's pay-per-view called Evolution. The numbers they did were fucking horrendous. It was trash. Um, fucking hell, this thing did Raw and Smackdown live taping numbers. It was that bad. Ronda Rousey got announced as the main eventer in that event. And because it did so trash, they had to change it and put one of the fucking Bellas in. Uh, what? Which one was it? Nikki? Because they wanted the Total Divas crowd. Because they just wanted more and more numbers. That is how bad it is. So you're telling me right now that Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey would have done business and would have sold good tickets and made good revenue at WrestleMania when they couldn't do it on an all-women's pay-per-view. Get the fuck out. I'm sorry, you can't do it. So when the comparison comes around um, for people saying, oh, well, you can get ang- you could uh, put Angle in the Austin Rock thing or you could in this with this match or this with this match, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you could have done. But when you look at it on the surface, Angle wouldn't have sold any more tickets than would have already been sold, Austin Rock-wise. In that day, on WrestleMania 17, if they'd have put Kurt Angle in that match, that wouldn't have made any difference at all. That Again, getting away from the angle issue, Kurt Angle and Angle. I think Kurt Angle being in that match would have added a different angle to it, um, storyline-wise. But ticket-wise and revenue-wise, he wouldn't have done shit. Austin Rock was always going to sell out. or I don't know if it completely sold the stadium out, but in, in general. Austin and Rock were always going to be that sell-out match. It was always going to happen. So Angle didn't need to be in that match to, for it to happen. And this is the thing that I don't think people are getting their heads around. WWE aren't adding Charlotte to this match because they want Charlotte to be involved. Well, I'm going to contradict myself here. Yeah, they are doing that because they want Charlotte to be involved. Um, And I personally understand that. But the point I'm trying to make is they're not doing it solely on that. They're not doing it in the sense of, oh, um, Becky Lynch has been over for 10 years. Ronda Rousey has been over for 10 years. Charlotte has been over for five years. But we want Charlotte to be in there because we think Charlotte will never leave us. It's not like that at all. Becky Lynch isn't drawing the casual crowd. Ronda Rousey is on, what is it, the third highest contract in WWE full-timers? And she hasn't drawn the crowd that WWE wanted wanted her to draw. They thought she was going to bring in UFC numbers and she hasn't even come close to that. So that's failed. So when the plan last year was always going to be Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, that was it. When the plan was always going to be Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey is the main event of WrestleMania, right? You're drawing or not, regardless. And then six months down the line, Becky gets over. And in that six months, Ronda Rousey hasn't brought in the views that they wanted to. Charlotte has been wrestling continued basis, crazy, fantastic matches. And um, Becky Lynch has got over as it is. You, you can't make the comparison that, oh, well, Angle didn't get thrown into Austin Rock. This isn't a comparison. Charlotte's being put into this match because someone else needs to get added to this match. It's not in the case of we want to put Charlotte into it because we need her in this match for the WWE. It's not about Charlotte. You're telling me right now, if Sasha Banks had turned on Bailey last month... And said, I'm done with the tag team. I don't want these fucking tag team titles. I want to go for this. Um, I want to go for the main event of WrestleMania. I hear that there's women 
main event in the WrestleMania. Then Becky goes on and wins the Royal Rumble, and Sasha Banks turns around and goes, right, give me a month, give me two months, put me in Battle Royals, whatever you want to do. And Sasha Banks somehow gets the opportunity to main event this WrestleMania with Ronda Rousey and with Becky. You're telling me you wouldn't like that, you wouldn't go for it. The reason why people are rejecting this is because they think that Charlotte is a product of the system. They think that Charlotte is the Roman Reigns of the women's division. And to me, I think that's giving credit to Roman Reigns. I think that's putting him on a much higher pedestal than he is. Roman Reigns is a fantastic athlete, don't get me wrong. But for me, looking at women's wrestling, I can't. I honestly can't give you a name who is a better wrestler than Charlotte. I can't. She's fantastic. And again... I'm not even a Charlotte Mark. I'm not even a massive fan of her. Um, I've been bored of Charlotte's character for years. And I emphasise the word character. No matter how much I will say that I'm bored of her character, I will always put respect on her name because I respect what she does in the ring. She's amazing. She's been fantastic since I was watching her on NXT. Whether you like her or not, you cannot say this woman is not one of, if not the best wrestler, woman's wrestler, in the world and in the existence that we've ever seen of wrestling. So for people now to get on the high for people now to get on the high horses and complain and say that oh Charlotte doesn't deserve to be in the main event. That's a fucking joke in itself. And that goes that puts me on to um point number three that I've got. People want to sit there and say Charlotte doesn't deserve to be in the main event. This is fucking unbelievable. Um in the first ever women's WrestleMania main event, Charlotte doesn't deserve to be in it. Let me remind you again, like I said before, while Becky Lynch was in the back taking off a pre-show ring battle gear, uh, ring gear, sorry, at WrestleMania 34, jobbing out to a battle royal, Charlotte was doing a Spanish fly with Oscar and having the best match of the fucking night. Becky Lynch has been over for six months. Six months. Charlotte has put on consistent match after consistent match for the last five years and people want to say that she doesn't deserve to be in this fucking event. She doesn't deserve to be in the WrestleMania main event. What more does Charlotte have to do? What could she possibly do to prove that she deserves to be in this main event? Uh, well, she could have a year or two years or three years of consistent good wrestling matches. All right, tick, done. Um, all right, then. She could have match of the night last year's WrestleMania. All right, tick, done. Um, oh, fuck, what else could she do? She's fucking done it. She deserves to be in the main event. And again, this is what you fucking mugs are doing to me. I am not a Charlotte Mark. I would I would never fight Charlotte's corner and say, oh, well, her character deserves to be in this match. I'd, I'd never do that. I I could think of five women's wrestlers. I would rather have Nikki Cross in. I think she has a well better dynamic. I'd rather have um, Bianca Belair or Shayna Baszler. But to say that Charlotte doesn't deserve to be in the main event is just absolutely, it's preposterous. You just made me use the word preposterous. You're fucking kidding me. Um, I think these people who say that Charlotte doesn't deserve to be in this match are seriously kayfabing themselves. I think they're, they're working themselves. The entire wrestling industry right now, the wrestling community, if they're getting butter about Charlotte being in this match, they're, they're working themselves. Becky is going over in this match. Personally, I would fucking love it now if um, Ronda shot on them both. If Ronda went in there and in two minutes brought both the faces and tapped one of them out, tapped Becky out, it would be fucking hilarious. And personally, I think that would be a better match. Oh my God. Anyway, moving on. Point number four. 
this is the main is this this is the main issue with it. Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch simply isn't the big draw. It isn't. Or should I say no? I, I've wrong terminology. I can hear Daniel right now getting upset. Okay, <laughs> what are you on about? Of course, it's the draw. Um, Becky Lynch is the draw, right? When it comes to kayfabe-wise and wrestling-wise and WWE-wise, Becky Lynch deserves to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Becky Lynch is the main event of WWE right now. She's the most over person there is. And, you know, good for her. Well, she's done so fucking well. And I'm happy for her. But Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch is simply not a big enough draw for the WrestleMania main event. And it's not. And again, I'm going to go into it. And I'll use the British comparison. Britain. This fucking WrestleMania main event starts... WrestleMania main event. This WrestleMania pay-per-view starts at 10 o'clock at night. And it goes on till 6 o'clock in the morning. That's 8 hours of wrestling. That's including the kickoff show, by the way. Right? So, if you're like me, and you like to put on wrestling before it, just to get you in the mood, I'll put Austin versus Rock on from WrestleMania 17, because it's one of my favourite matches of all time. I might even watch the majority of that card, because the TLC match is fucking awesome as well. Um. I might even go back and watch Seth Rollins curb stomp Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. But in Britain, there's a good chance we could have been sat up watching the WWE Network since 8 o'clock. And I know that's what I'm going to be doing. It's WrestleMania. Biggest night of the year for wrestling, right? So I'm going to be up like the majority of people. Obviously, we're going to be up all day, but 8 o'clock is going to be roughly what time people start watching wrestling. It could be a lot earlier. People can make a full day of it. It gets to half past five in the morning. Ronda Rousey, we've all read the report, Ronda Rousey is on her way out of WWE. Whether it's immediately after WrestleMania or a month after, she's gone. She's going. She's had, She said that she's going. Right? Are you seriously going to sit there right now and you are going to tell me you are going to be 100% invested in Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey when you know 95% chance Becky Lynch is just going to win that match in general because Ronda is leaving the WWE? Are you honestly telling me at half past five in the morning when you've had so much wrestling jammed down your throats and last year when people were sleeping on the Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles match, you're telling me in one year the fucking fan base has just turned round and gone, no, because Becky Lynch is stone cold Steve Austin over for six months, it's all going to change and the roof is going to blow off the fucking stadium. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck off. There's not a chance. There is not a fucking chance in the world. People are going to stay up and watch this entire fucking event and then be amped up for Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch when they know that there's a 90% chance, 95% chance that Ronda Rousey's fucking off anyway and Becky Lynch is going to win that title. You cannot sit there with a straight face and tell me that that is the fucking main event that is going to sell tickets and do business. Suck out. You forget Charlotte. Forget Charlotte for a minute. You add one more woman's wrestler into that match. Oscar, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Sa- Shayna Baszler, them fucking two UFC tramps that have been brought into NXT. <laughs> I don't fucking know the names. You add one more women's wrestler into that fucking match. You're telling me the anticipation now hasn't grown. You're telling me right now that the odds haven't changed. Putting Charlotte into this match all of a sudden now adds serious doubt that Becky Lynch isn't going over in this match. So when it comes to half past five in the morning and where they're dead out on our feet and where they're crying out thinking, fuck me, this match, uh, oh God. We are now looking more forward to it because we don't know who's going to win. You can't tell me 
With the track record Vince McMahon has of changing his mind last minute when it comes to big events, you are not telling me right now you are 110% sold up until half past five in the morning when they make those ring entrances out that Becky Lynch is going over in this match now with Charlotte involved. Get the fuck out of here. Charlotte Flair adds a different dynamic to this match entirely, um, storyline-wise. People now are going to be more invested. Um... The YouTube thing says it all. The most disliked video. And it went most disliked in 32 hours. You can't tell me the audience isn't now more invested in this match. Becky Lynch won the Royal Rumble two weeks ago. Or touching three weeks ago, whenever it was. Since then, she's come out and she's punched Stephanie. And she's punched Triple H. People talked about it for half an hour and that was it. People didn't give a fuck. Because they knew, oh, it doesn't matter because Becky Lynch is in the main event anyway. So who gives a fuck if she's hitting people up? But then all of a sudden, Charlotte gets added and people start pissing their pants and they start to shit themselves. This now, all of a sudden, has stepped this main event up. And I am so, so fucking happy they did it because this is going to annoy so many fucking people. But this needed to happen because Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, with the report added that Ronda was leaving, that just took out a huge, a huge chunk of anticipation out of that singles match. You had one more person into this match now and again. Didn't have to be Charlotte Fleur, but they want it to be Charlotte Fleur. And Charlotte deserves it, right? But you had one more person into that match and all of a sudden the odds change. The dynamic changes. The anticipation level is higher. You cannot fucking sit there right now and tell me last year when people were sleeping, when they were fucking yawning and they were snoring at AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura on the second main event of WrestleMania 34, you are not telling me that that crowd is not going to be more amped up for Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch. Fuck you. <laughs> it's not happening. I'm not fucking having it. it. Oh my God, wrestling is such bullshit. I fucking, I hate it. I hate wrestling. I hate the wrestling community. I hate myself for losing my voice at this shit. I hate myself for it. But anyway, moving on. That was a big chunk of a, that was a big chunk of stuff that I wrote down that I've not even talked about right now. Anyway, point five. This all comes down to, this This is This is going to wrap it up. This puts the, the neat and tidy bow tie on top of the present that I'm giving you right now with my rant of Charlotte. Getting added into this match. This all comes down to the fragile wrestling fan base. And I'm including that. I'm not trying to throw a shade on you all. I'm throwing shade on us. This all comes down to the fragile wrestling fan base. Where we get what we want. But because we don't get it how we want it. We feel cheated. We feel robbed. We feel sick. We wanted Becky to win the Royal Rumble. She went and won the Royal Rumble. We wanted Becky to be put in the main event of WrestleMania 35. She's in the main event of WrestleMania 35. WWE and Vince McMahon have got you all by the balls and they are crying tears of joy because all you little wet cunts have turned on the best woman's wrestler on the planet for someone who's been over for six months and they are fucking lapping it up. Where was this crowd when Becky was shit heel for Sasha Banks in NXT? Where was this crowd when she got eliminated on the pre-show of WrestleMania last year? Where were they? Where were you? In the words of Daniel Bryan, weak. Change it. Fickle. Change it. I fucking, I love 
that little audio clip or that little video clip of Daniel Bryan just going in on fans. Weak! Change it! I can't do the impression because my voice is actually hurting from shouting that much. Submissive! Change it! <laughs> Fucking heal Daniel Bryan. This is the best incarnation of Daniel Bryan we've ever had. This guy is fucking gold. Um, But look, I'm going to try and wrap it up as much as I can do. I've, I completely forgot what I even just said then. Point five. I've just taken my notes off my screen. Um, Yeah, where was this, where was this crowd? Ex- exactly. You know, people want to say that Becky is stone cold Steve Austin over. Becky wa- people want to say that this is the most a superstar's ever been over in the history. Um, It's not. It's not by far. It's, it's, it's six months of being over. <laughs> If Becky Lynch goes and wins this main event at WrestleMania, which is going to happen, what then? Are people going to be this over for her in a year down the line when she's still champion? No, of course they're not going to be. They're going to be over for Shayna Baszler. They're going to be over for Bianca Belair. They're going to be over for people like Kairi Sane, um, Ayoshi Rai. I hope I said her name right. Um, you know, the, the new the new stars and the new talent. Becky is never going to be this over for the rest of her life. And you want to compare that to Stone Cold Steve Austin? You are pissed. You are fucking pissed. My God. Oh, man. And um, just just for people who think that I'm going on at them right now and are trying to snipe the wrestling community, I'm not trying to do that at all. I totally agree with you guys when it comes down to storyline-wise. I think this storyline is, is horseshit. I think it's bollocks. And uh, The typical storyline where if... You're under six foot four and you don't weigh over two hundred and fifty pounds. All of a sudden, you have to be the underdog and you have to find your way back to the to the main event of the show where you're in the title picture. They did it with CM Punk. They did it, they did it with Daniel Bryan. Oh, it's fucking boring. Becky Lynch won the Royal Rumble. Why couldn't they just build it up and then Charlotte starts saying, "Look, I think I deserve to be in this match." And Becky goes, "Hey, unlucky you little mug, fuck off." And Becky Lynch is that confident. She goes, "Right, well, I'll tell you what then. We'll have a match at Elimination Chamber, or we'll have a match at Fastlane, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, and if you beat me in, let's say, 15 minutes, you've got a 15 minute time limit. If you beat me in 15 minutes, or if you beat me in general." But if you, it has to be in 15 minutes, um, I'll concede and uh, you're going to go to the main event of WrestleMania. And they can work an angle around that where she beats her, but it's not in 15 minutes or just some kind of shit or where it's a double car or whatever it is maybe. And then Charlotte gets shoehorned in. Why does it have to be the same thing every time? The authority of the McMahons don't want this superstar who have who's earned the right to be in this main event and win this title. Why have they always got to play this boring-ass fucking spent angle where they don't want this person in? They did it with fucking Roman Reigns. With the fucking... We knew Reigns was the company guy. And they still worked an angle where Vince came out and was like, Oh, well, uh, you uh, you didn't win the Royal Rumble. And um, I can't do Vince. I cannot do a Vince McMahon impression when my voice is like this. And, uh... You were... <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> but you get the point that I'm trying to make, don't you? Why is this angle constantly used? How are they not bored of this by now? Um, 
if like I say, if people feel like I'm attacking them right now, I'm really not, and I am totally with you with the storyline. I think the storyline's trash. I would have booked this completely, completely differently. But just for people who are getting really, really angry about Charlotte being in this main event because it's not a singles match, you know, it's a triple threat match. Chris Benoit got added to Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and that ended up being fantastic. Benoit didn't just win that match, he tapped out the champion, and the match was great. Look, guys, in general, I'm going to put this out there, look. WWE are kayfabing you right now, they're working you, and you're working yourselves. Don't get het up about this, and I know it sounds ironic because I've just been screaming down the microphone for over half an hour about this shit, but I'm, I'm more pissed off with you. I'm more pissed off with us that we haven't taken just a look at this and gone, really? That's the booking we're going for? Like, Becky's still going to win, but you, you're really booking it like this? Like, people are generally concerned. People are generally annoyed because Becky is going to win, but she's not going to win the way they want her to. And also, as well, let me just finish off with this. I should have said this halfway through, but I'll say it like this. Do, do people genuinely think this won't look better for Becky in the long term? When people look back at the first ever women's main event of WrestleMania and Becky Lynch is written down in stone that she won that main event, are you telling me it doesn't look as good? Um, beating Charlotte Fleur, who is considered the best woman's wrestler on the planet, or in the world, whatever you want to fucking say. And she also beat um, the baddest woman on the planet, Ronda Rousey, a genuine badass who came from UFC. Are you telling me? That her beating Ronda Rousey, who was already on her way out of the company, looks better than beating both of them. Come on. This is obviously the best way to go for this match. And I don't... I'm honestly really, really confused. And I think this is why I'm having a, um, as much as the reaction as I'm having. Because it, it's genuine confusion that sits with me when I see people getting angry about this. This should be... This should be awesome. People should be happy that Charlotte's getting added to this match. This adds... Like I said, I'm, I keep repeating myself now, and I'm going to cut the podcast off in just a sec, but it adds a different dynamic. It brings something different into it. It's not just Becky versus Ronda. Um, it's not just the fact of, oh, well, people think that Ronda's leaving the company now, so it's either going to go two of uh, one or two ways. Either Becky's going to win clean and people are going to be happy, or they're going to do a curveball and Ronda's going to win, and the night after, Becky's going to win. It adds a different thing completely where now Charlotte can end up pissing on everyone and winning. Charlotte could fuck over Ronda Rousey and lose the match when Becky rolls her up. Ronda Rousey could leave the company undefeated and come back in three years and kick the fuck out of everyone. Because she could do. There's uh, Now all of a sudden with Charlotte being added, and it's not just Charlotte, with someone else being added to this match, it adds a thousand different things. And again, look, if you are just personally hurt and annoyed... Because it's a singles match and it's and it, because it's a triple threat match and it's not a singles match and it personally it takes it away from you, then just look at it and go look. This it isn't just what you want. It's about what's and I hate using this term, but one it's about what's best for business and it's about giving the best product. And again, WWE is not the company that offers the best product. I really don't think it is, and it hasn't been for a long time. That's the biggest gripe with WWE where they don't put the fans first. But this isn't about putting fans first this time. This is gen- This is genuinely me looking on the outside and saying, WWE are actually doing business here. And it makes sense. Um, how they've booked Roman Reigns in years, I don't think has made sense. How they booked Cena for 15 years straight, I don't think that made sense. That's another podcast for another 
universe, fuck me. I don't have the time in life to talk about those 15 years. Um, but yeah, honestly, I'm just it just confuses me how, how people are generally so, so angry that WWE just want to try and sell more tickets because they want this woman's main event to succeed. And people are that inclined in their own way with this. They just want Becky to win clean on Ronda Rousey without Charlotte being interfering in it. They're rejecting it and they're getting angry about it and they're saying WWE doesn't listen to us. WWE do listen to you. You wanted Becky Lynch in the main event of WrestleMania and you wanted her to be in it through winning the Royal Rumble, through earning a spot. She's done that. WWE have done that. Vince could have gone, well, Oscar won the Royal Rumble last year and after that she went on a bit of a dampener. You know what? I'm going to make Charlotte win the Royal Rumble. And I'm going to give Becky a year. And if Becky's still over in a year, then she can go in. And eventually we'll get a main event out of her WrestleMania-wise. He hasn't done that at all. He's gone, right, fuck it. This is the year to book a WrestleMania main event. Becky's gotten herself over. Becky, you deserve to be in that main event. But personally, looking at the, re- looking at the record, Ronda didn't do good business um, at Evolution. Becky, is Becky only main evented? Is Becky only main evented one fucking pay-per-view, the TLC thing? Was that the main event? God damn it. You want you, you fucking want Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey to main event WrestleMania? They've only fucking main event one pay per view each, haven't they? I don't even know. Like I say, I'm not a Fed watcher, but god damn it! Oh, I need to I need to go and give my throat a rest. I need to go and fucking eat some honey or some shit. Look, guys, I want to thank you very much if you've taken the time to listen to any of all this podcast. Make sure to go and follow me on Twitter at AEWpodcast1. I promise on Saturday there will be an All Elite Wrestling Podcast. It's just the fact that I'm covering WrestleMania. This is now going to be my main event for WrestleMania. And the fact that I have a completely different view to the majority of people out there in wrestling. I thought this would just be a really, really good episode to put out there. So yeah, I hope you've enjoyed it. My throat's fucked. And I'll catch you next time.